Sometimes I'll catch myself watching too many videos, whether it be Facebook or YouTube. These algorithms, they got me figured out. I must not be that complicated of a person. <laughs> I can really get into the singing TV shows. I don't know if I've ever really watched America's Got Talent or The Voice. I have seen hundreds of clips online because the internet is it's more of a highlight reel of the contestants on the shows and you just get the real good ones and they always have this really awesome backstory I mean nobody's gonna win America's Got Talent that comes from a super wealthy family like oh you know this is Billy Bob he's rich and stuck up and is spoiled, he's gonna sing a song for us now. <laughs> it's always an underdog. And that's part of it. And I love when somebody goes out on stage, does not fit the bill, like looks like they should not be singing at all, and just goes out there and kills it. It's those who come out and surprise us that way that really do well in these competitions. And it really shows us, I think, that what we see can be deceiving. You can't judge a book by its cover. It's what's within it that counts. In our reading today, we're, we're at a point where Saul is not going to be king much longer because of his disobedience to the Lord. I mean, this is the Lord's people that he's leading as king one of those requirements is really going to be obeying the Lord. So Samuel gets some insight from God and he's saying that the next king's coming from Jesse's family. And of course, the one that you would you would pick yourself isn't actually the one that God picks. It it's the same way with with the current king, right? Saul, I mean, he came from if I remember right the tribe of Benjamin, which was the smallest tribe, and he came from the least likely family, so it was this sort of like God wanted to use the one that you would least likely think should be the king out of all of Israel. And God uses to do great things, but now there's got to be a leadership change because of disobedience. And here we are, out of Jesse's family, the least likely one you would think of would be David. On page 177, it says, The Lord does not see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And that was really powerful when, at the beginning there, I highlighted where it says, The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. And I thought about that for a long time. Because that was true there. And it's probably true for most of us most of the time, but I really think that that should be our goal as believers. That our relationship grows so close to the Lord that, that, that we begin to see things the way that He sees things. That our vision and our perception of those around us, of the situations we're in, just is different. Because I think our natural tendencies is to be shallow. <laughs> to, to not look very deep into things. To take things at face value. 
I want to live a life that's that's deeper in meaning, and along with that comes a way of seeing things. You know, my prayer today is, Lord, help me see my situation and those around me the way that you see it. That's what I think of today as we read, and I'm so glad you listened today. Hope that you're spending time with the Lord yourself and that you're making God a priority in your life because it's him who will change you. It's him who's created you, and without him, I'm confident that you won't fulfill your purpose. I hope you're encouraged today, and I hope that you have a great, awesome, fantastic day.